Tyre Power, Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer, keeping you safe on the roads. Tyrepower.com.au. Mourn Team Hyundai at Port Adelaide. All your family needs in a vehicle built for tomorrow that's here today. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go. 27 to 8 on SENSA Breakfast. We're in studio Lumo, powered by Lumo Energy SA. We still have the Archie's thongs to give away to. If you want to win them, just call us at any time, one 736 736 They are so comfy, you'll never take them off. The Premier of South Australia, Peter Malinowskis, joining us at 8 o'clock this morning. He's been quite busy. He's, a, a busy, he's even more busy than you, Mark Bickley. No, no. When you talk about busy, you're mm. the reference point because you're – your basketball, your cricket, your footy, your hockey, your the pet show, y- you do it all. Like you're wow. a – some people are a double threat. Some people are a triple threat. I'm not even sure what, what you are. It's a bit triggering because I was supposed to go to the pet show in Sydney this coming weekend, Were but you? I had to say no. Why is that? Christmas Day. It's probably a wise <laughs> idea to spend time with my family <laughs> if I'd like to spend Christmas in mm. my house. Um, so, look, if you have anything you want us to ask the Premier, please let us know because we want to talk about Live Golf, the Velo Adelaide 500, which is in town next week. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm away next week on Thursday afternoon. Mm. I was asked by the Shell team if I wanted a hot lap. A hot lap? I can't do it. Do you want to do it instead of me? Oh, Would you do it? Yes. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'd probably have to... Uh, Almost soil myself. Yeah, wear a nappy. <laughs> It'd be fantastic. If you want it, I'll yeah. uh, I'll tee up the hot lap for you. Please. Okay. Can Can you do that? Yeah. Wow, I'm excited. No one's ever been killed on a hot lap, have they? I don't want to answer the question because <laughs> I just don't know. So on the text line zero four two seven one five four one double six. Yeah, Dracos has posed a really interesting question. We were talking a couple of minutes ago about uh, local cricketer in Queensland. Uh, Gareth Morgan, who took six wickets in six balls. Gareth asked, is that a multiple hat-trick in the same over? Uh, first three balls is one hat-trick. Second three balls is another hat-trick. Well, the way I'm led to believe, I think if you get four wickets in four balls, that's a double hat-trick. I've just Googled what is six wickets in six balls, and there is no answer. So I'm not even sure that there's a name for it at this stage. So if four wickets in four balls is a double hat-trick, then you'd think five wickets in five balls is a triple hat-trick. So six and six would be a quadruple hat-trick. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But if anyone out there knows that, uh, send us a, a text, 0427-154-166. What else did you learn during the time then when we were having a conversation about cricket and people taking wickets if you well, took a yeah, few? If you took a fiver, it's called a Michelle. And I'm saying a Michelle, what's that mean? A Michelle Pfeiffer. That's the first time when I was Googling. That's what I just found out. the first out. time I've heard of it. Yeah. Then, then I mentioned it to you and you said, oh, well, everyone knows that. <laughs> well, see, that, because I'm a batsman, I never took wickets. Oh, <laughs> unbelievable. When I say because I'm a batsman, because I was a very ordinary batsman, I didn't take any wickets. I was a wicket keeper. Michelle well. Pfeiffer, underrated actress, movie Dangerous Mind she was in, Grease 2, which is better than Grease 1. Was she, what was she, what did she do with, uh, Coolio, she was in some sort of... Dangerous Minds. Is that Dangerous yes. Minds, is it? Okay, I wasn't sure. <laughs> she didn't do anything with She's Coolio. Also... Coolio sang the title song, Gangster's Paradise, yeah. but he wasn't in the movie. Okay, so she was also in um, Vance Joy's song, Riptide. Closest thing to Michelle Pfeiffer that I've ever seen. She's in the lyrics of that song. All right. Look at the dogs on the mark! Spaghetti like on the mark. Wobbly man stuff on the mark. Every good side has a good captain. Mark Bickley. 
Okay, Mark Bickley, on the mic, I'll read out some statements. You just have to say if they are on or off the mark. Sure. Pretty simple. Yep. Um, let's do it. Gather Round has made some great improvements, but Glenelg is a bit stiff not to get one of the two matches allocated to Mount Gambier. Mm. Not Mount Gambier, Mount Barker. Because <laughs> that'd be pretty good. <laughs> it was closer yeah. to the Melbourne people coming across. Yeah, yeah. Um, on the mark, the only thing, the, there's a caveat on this, and, and I live close to Glenelg Oval and drive past it a couple of times a week. There's some major, major uh, things happening with their cricket nets there at the moment, which have been ongoing uh, and look like they've still got a, a little bit of work to do. So whether that's, well, surely it would have been finished by the uh, by sort of gather around April next year, you would think. So that's not even an excuse. But I would have thought a bit like what Norwood are doing with the parade, you could do something similar. You could do something similar at Glenelg. You could do something similar. You mentioned the port around Albert Noble, you yep. know, you could do something around there. I think that's where the benefit comes, where you have those little communities that could really, um, you know, they have those sort of, what would you call them, a strip, you know, where you could really sort of create that uh, sort of party-like atmosphere. If the 36ers lose on Friday night to the Phoenix, it's effectively season over. Yep, I'd agree with that. That's on the mark. Three and eight, hard to come back from that. Not impossible, but... Three and eight and not in super form, mm. I think it'd be very tough. And once again, the pressure just continues to ramp, I would think, on CJ Bruton if that were to be the case. Trenton Flowers had eight points in a handful of minutes. He's in and out of the rotation, but the fans seem to love him and he likes the reception he gets from the fans. Man, I feel the love. You know, you know, right when I step in the game, you know, everybody gets on their feet, cheers for me. So, you know, it's just an amazing feeling. You know, I know how it was, you know, once as a kid to go to the game and watch my favorite player and then, you know, after the game, want to get a picture of some and, you know, they either had to do something or, you know, they didn't want to do it. So, you know, I would never want to leave a kid with that feeling. And, you know, I just try to reach as many people as I can. So He's also... Was that sped up, by the way? No. The that, audio? That was... Wow. He's very good with the fans. Yeah. Incredible with the fans. He's going to be here for a short time. And when they decide to shut him down to prepare for the NBA draft, mm. which will be closer to the end of the season, but um, he's very good with the fans, Trenton. So, so what we're seeing here is, as a exercise for the club and the fans, fantastic, but... Talk to me about the basketball. I haven't seen enough to say whether you're talking about limited uh, court time. Has it been a success on the court? Do you well, think? I, don't, I don't think so at this point. And this is the challenge that CJ Bruton faces when you get one of these next stars in, because not every next star is going to have instant impact like Josh Giddy did or Lamelo Ball did when he was playing in Illawarra. So CJ Bruton is coaching for his career. He needs to find the best rotation that fits that team. And if Trenton Flowers isn't yeah. in that rotation permanently, then he needs to make the call for the team. But then you've got the external pressure of, I think, Trenton's families here in South Australia. He'd have agents where there's a ranker that comes out every few weeks that shows where they will go in the draft. Yeah. So his intention is to play here so he doesn't have to go to college, so he can just get yeah. drafted. So mm. it's a really tough position to be in because the fans just want to see the 36ers win. Mm. Mm. So CJ, very uh, tough position that nobody envies. Uh, all right. Robbie Williams is the greatest male solo artist of our generation. Oh, boy. Um, the greatest male solo artist of our generation. You're, you've been on Robbie all morning. Yep, okay. I'm, I'm happy to say that's on the mark. Whoa! Who's he overtaken? Like, like, the thing that got me was... Of, <laughs> oh, unbelievable! Of his generation, so that's the last... 35 or 40 years. So we're taking Elvis. Of our generation. Yeah. 
So who who's in front of him? Do you Elton think? John says hello. Oh, good day, Billy Joel. But he's, he's oh, good day, Elvis. He's the last. What generation. about Ricky Martin? They're the last generation. <laughs> Generations only the last thirty years, surely. Um, watch the documentary. It is phenomenal. When he was at the height of his powers, which was sort of two thousand and I think it was seven, eight, nine, ten around that time, he was playing in front of ninety thousand, a mm. hundred thousand, Glastonbury, and all these other different festivals. He had. One that was beamed live uh, onto a pay TV company where 42 million people viewed it live in front, and he played in front of 77,000. Now, he's a troubled soul. Uh, it looks like he's come out the other side, but if, you, if you've got three or four nights, it's a four-part series. Watch the Robbie Williams documentary. It's pretty cool. And it, the one thing he is, he's an entertainer, and there, I don't think you can doubt that. And I'm really looking forward to Sunday week, the 26th, he's going to be here in Adelaide. Sixth. Um, what song are you looking forward to seeing him perform? Uh, rock DJ. Okay. Angels. Uh, had a text come through on 0427-154-166. Michelle Pfeiffer was also in Scarface. Scarface. Mm -hmm. Haven't seen that. All right. Um, next in On The Mark is you can't learn anything from a 5-1 loss, which is the equivalent, I would think, of a 100-point loss in AFL. You have to just push it aside and move forward. Off the mark. Off the mark by a long way. I think you learn a lot about people in big defeats. A bit like what you said. You talked about two players being subbed out because <clears throat> the coach, Carl Viet, didn't think they were giving everything. It's easy to give everything when the game is on the line, where it's really tight and when the crowd's urging you on. When there is, when, when the ability to win the game is lost, that's when you find out who has pride and who's playing uh, in terms of giving that effort, no matter what the result is going to be. So I think you learn a lot from your, your really poor losses. Tottenham, after another injury time loss on the weekend, are now being exposed to a lack of talent. Um, now, the reason I ask this is because we didn't notice at the start, the first couple of games, that Harry Kane's absent. It was kind of forgotten about, no worries, see you later. But... Ange has a bit of work to do. Can I can I put a caveat on this? When you say Please. lack of talent, we're not saying a lack of you know talent because any team that plays in the Premier League has got a lot of talent. Lack of talent comparative to the top three or four, to the Man Cities, to the Arsenal's, to the who else is up there? Uh, the third team. Uh, Arsenal are up there. Man City, Liverpool, Liverpool as well. Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, Liverpool. it was the other one. So comparative to those teams, yes, they have a lack of talent. So that's that's on the mark, but. You know, comparative to, you know, some of the middle-ranked sides, they're, they're a pretty talented team still. Uh, text message 0427-154-166 saying Michael Jackson says hello as one of the uh, greatest solo artists of our generation yeah. after you made the call that it's Robbie got, Williams was. Asterix next to Michael. Michelle Pfeiffer was also Catwoman. She was. Yep. Hmm. I mean, <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> We, we asked for text messages about sport, and now we've got music and movies, and I like it. I'm all for this. Popular culture. And by the way, this is it's an opinion-based... Uh, totally agree, and yours is wrong. Um, <laughs> let's continue on the mark. We shouldn't have said anything about the COVID cruise. It causes more stress than anything talking about COVID. Uh, off the mark. Okay. Learn to live with it. It's, it's part of life now. Mark Bickley should be the gather-round ambassador. Off the mark. Get someone who's... Uh, uh, better <laughs> another text i can't believe what i just heard mark has not seen scarface wow that's from lance of paradise and then 
Bix, how the hell haven't you seen Al Pacino's Scarface? <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm going to have to get onto that. We're going to start a movie segment soon. The Adelaide Crows got a favourable draw thanks to goalpost gate against the Swans. Uh, off the mark. We'll never know. And did it help? Maybe a little bit. But the Adelaide Crows were going to get a good draw anyway because they, they're an exciting team to watch. They've got very watchable players in Rankin and Rochelle and others. And so they were always going to improve on what was a, a horrid draw last year. The Cricket World Cup has got the system right finally and 50 over cricket is back alive. Absolutely agree with that 100%. That is on the mark because at the start of this World Cup, the, the build-up to it was lacklustre. It was, uh, it was, oh, the World Cup's on. Who cares? But the cricket in it has been phenomenal. And scoring 350-plus, you would have thought was was impossible. But these teams are do, now doing it regularly. So on the back of, I guess, the, the tactics that teams use now in T20 cricket. So what T20 cricket has done is breathe new life into 50-over cricket. People who put Christmas lights up are putting unnecessary pressure on their neighbours who don't want to. Off the mark, each to their own. You're not putting pressure on your neighbours. In actual fact, sometimes it creates um, a little hub. So the bloke across the road from you might say, oh, we should go to the effort mm. and put some lights up. Then someone up the road will do it, and all of a sudden everyone's got them up. Well, I'll tell you what, in my area, it's put unnecessary pressure on my household because I've not only had to buy Christmas lights, but I had to buy two more video cameras to see how long it takes for people to flog them. <laughs> There's that. The other thing that will happen, and this is what happened in our street, is it becomes an arms race. Mm. Is one year you'll put some stuff up. Next year, someone else will buy, what have you bought? A Father Christmas on a skateboard yeah, or something? Like, yeah. And then your household will say, oh, their lights are better than ours. Yeah. We need to go get something bigger and better. And then it's out of control. I did overhear my neighbours yesterday just having a chat to one another. Like, oh, what should we get for Christmas? And the other one said, oh, it doesn't matter. We've already got Walsh's lights. So they've already flogged them, which is good. <laughs> well, I'm worried because my wife, we've got a two-story house and she wants to put an outline of the roof, a bit like the Griswolds. Mm. Like, she was, I'm going to have to buy a new ladder to get up on the roof. I then, I, then I might fall off the roof. It's, it's a hazardous sort of pursuit. The last one for On The Mark is Warwick Kappa, the whiz, is now a business owner. Footy's ultimate high flyer, the newest recruit into the world's oldest profession. Warwick Kappa revealing he's now the owner of Westminster Secrets, a brothel based in Oakley. The secret's out. Warwick's back in town for all your needs. If Warwick has his way, he'll be taking his brothel empire national and he's already scouting for new locations. So Melbourne, Sydney, that's the plan. Anywhere else? Yeah, probably national. I'm big in Tassie, Adelaide, city churches. He likens his business model to that of successful fast food chains. A bit like McDonald's. Let's have a Big Mac. One more lot. Tell them who's a Kappa Centre with a new tea. That's my choice. Warwick Kappa could be the smartest man alive, on or off the mark. <laughs> uh, um, nah, that's off the mark. <clears throat> I'll tell you what he has got. He's got a little bit of front, hasn't he, Warwick? He, he lines up, he has a go at everything. He's, he's tried a few things. Um, yeah, but that's quite bizarre. Uh, I did, he had a really good line about an advert an advertising campaign that he's going to do. He talked about his, <laughs> I'm going to take a deep breath here. I try, hope I get this right. He talked about. I'm may, out of here. I'm turning my microphone off. People who go, go to his establishments may not be James Mo Bond, but they can be Roger Moore. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just waiting. I tell you what, 
We have a very tenacious commercial team here at SEN, and I feel that if he comes to Adelaide, we're going to do an outside broadcast from there next year. <laughs> I love how he's bought one place and he's talking about an empire and comparing himself to McDonald's. Um, what this shows, if this works, it shows that uh, any business can be successful. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does. Um, so many texts flooding in, Mark Bickley. Josh from Aldinga Beach, welcome to SEN Movie Chat Mornings with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Mm. Because uh, you were talking about Michelle Pfeiffer and not having seen Scarface. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> Maybe we got a movie night, you and I. Get some popcorn. <laughs> oh, really? I thought people were having a crack, me not seeing Scarface, because I've got scars all over my face. I thought that was like a, some sort of cheap shot. Yeah, I was not going to say that, but <laughs> I definitely thought it. It is 10 to 8 on SNSA. Good morning.